Welcome to What's Working in Washington. I'm Jonathan Aberman. Today, buckle up for a bumpy ride. We will immediately enter a new political campaign cycle where Democrats will seize the momentum and talk about Republicans' failure to govern and failure to lead. And we will be living in a totally new political and economic environment. And I'm not sure the market's going to adjust very well to that. The recent failure of Congress and the administration to modify the health system is seen by many as a watershed event, without question. The rest of the president's agenda with respect to the budget and tax changes are going to have profound implications for businesses in the D.C. region, the D.C. economy, and nationally. Our expert, Joshua Baca, Senior Vice President of DDC Public Affairs, keeps an eye on what's going on down at Capitol Hill to provide his insights as to how we as business leaders can be planning for the future. Joshua, thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me today. Well, it seems every time we're together, there are opportunities to look in the crystal ball. This is no different. First of all, let's start with, with tax reform. Uh, people are suggesting that with the uh, inability to get uh, the health care bill done, that the president and Paul Ryan are not going to be in a position to change the tax system. What are you hearing now? The debate on health care reform and what transpired recently over modification, repeal, and replace to the Affordable Care Act, commonly known in political circles as Obamacare, is really a colossal failure of leadership. And it's a colossal failure of leadership for two reasons. One, politically, Republicans in Congress for the last seven years have campaigned on this. And their inability to drive a consensus as a governing party and actually implement the changes is a failure of leadership. But the failure of leadership really begins to impact other things that could really impact the business community, one being health or one being tax reform. Um, part of the plan with tax reform was there are a ton of hidden taxes in the Obamacare law. Uh, everything from investments on are really impacted. And part of the repeal and the replace would be an elimination of those taxes, which in turn gives the budgeting process more money and more money to lower tax rates and offset those loss of potential cuts in revenue. And the failure to do that means now that Congress is dealing with potentially a smaller pool of money and potentially looking at a much smaller um, tax reform package that I think the market has been relying on, that the market has been booming on. And now what does that mean? We're either going to find ways to offset other deductions. Um, we've, we talked the last time. Does that mean the very unpopular border adjustment tax that is really grown in opposition since the last time? Is that the means of it? Or does this mean that we don't get a lower rate uh, that would really spur growth, really create jobs, and something I think the market has been looking for. I think that's a big uh, to-be-determined aspect of this whole debate. Right now, it's looking like a smaller package that's maybe less ambitious and probably not as big as many people hoped. And a lot of the uh, opportunity for driving economic growth around tax cuts would be if we cut the taxes of individuals because consumption is such a big part of our economy. But it sounds like a lot of the focus has been around corporate tax rates. Anyway, as you talk with folks here in town, how do you handicap the likelihood of tax reform? It, it seems like the market still thinks it's going to happen. I don't get the impression you're quite as confident. Tax reform has to happen. I mean, this is a central theme of what the current Congress and the current administration campaigned on. They campaigned on making our country much more competitive with other countries in the global tax scheme. They talked about helping the middle class with a more competitive tax rate. They talked about people taking home more money and more jobs being created. If tax reform does not happen, this is a big failure 
and a big setback in an ambitious agenda that we have been talking about, it has to happen. It has to happen, one, for governing credibility. Two, it needs to happen if they want to sustain the momentum in the market. And three, it needs to happen because companies need a better tax structure to create more jobs in America. We also need a better tax structure to preserve existing jobs in America. And toppled with that is we have a very uncompetitive individual tax structure that, in my view, I think penalizes people as opposed to helping them save more money, make smart investments. And a lot of people who turned out to the polls in November uh, last year turned out for that reason. Well, there are certainly people who would push back on a number of those uh, statements about tax. But that's the the point that I think is really key here, Josh, is, is that the business environment in this country is dramatically affected by by healthcare and by taxes. And we now have a situation where perhaps this administration and Congress will not be able to get either one done. What does that do? What does it do to the country's ability to function? We've got the debt ceiling coming up. People start to talk about that. Do you think the market is really properly discounting how bad things could get? I don't think they're discounting it yet, but they're going to be. I mean, I think we have seen a lack of confidence over the last few days with people beginning to have those concerns. And I think where the impact is going to happen is one, I think the market will adjust. And two, I think we will immediately enter a new political campaign cycle where Democrats will seize the momentum and talk about Republicans' failure to govern and failure to lead. And we will be living in a totally new political and economic environment. And I'm not sure the market's going to adjust very well to that, if that's the case. I think the, the opportunity exists with a unified Congress and a unified uh, administration pushing forward on a tax reform plan that lowers the rates, broadens the base, provides incentives for businesses to create jobs here in the U.S., and protects existing jobs, and really gets rid of some of the divisions that are causing potential um, for tax reform not to happen. One, get rid of the border adjustment tax. Dividing the business community, it's dividing uh, members of Congress. I don't know any senator on the record right now who supports that. Of course, that's where a lot of the revenue for the tax cuts was going to come from in Ryan's idea. That's part of the Ryan idea. That's correct. And I think the second thing is the president probably needs to, to take a little bit of leadership here and ask himself and his advisors need to ask himself to that point, do I want the two people who drove health care with the speaker and with Chairman Brady leading this charge or do I need my own plan? And I think it's really imperative now that the president show the leadership that he said he could deliver, that deal-making that a lot of people voted on, and come forth with a plan that unifies the country, that provides confidence to the market, and that's something that Congress can rally around and actually pass. Um, that will really help put money back in people's pockets. And I think the, you know, the momentum we've seen in the economy over the last few months over the prospects of these types of reforms happening will definitely continue. So the net net is that we're in a period of uncertainty. And if uh, I'm doing business now and anticipating the capital markets being stable, this is not a great moment for me. Well, I, it's, it's, you know, it's mixed because I would argue that for the last four or eight years, the, the regulatory and the tax environment hadn't been very favorable to businesses under the previous administration. And a lot of corporations still did very well. A lot of individuals still did very well. And I think a lot of people moved past that. Now, the, I think the question is, is that sustainable over the long term? And I think the answer is no. I mean, it's a mixed bag. I think um, the easiest way to solve the mixed bag is to put forth a pro-growth plan that Congress can pass 
sooner rather than later and deliver to the promise that voters voted on and that the markets are counting on. Another reminder that it's easy to throw stones, but it's hard to govern. Joshua Baca, Senior Vice President of DDC Public Affairs. Thanks for keeping an eye on this for the business community here in D.C. Thank you. And that was another episode of What's Working in Washington. I'm Jonathan Aberman, and my producer, Tracy Madigan, we both remind you that what matters is how you think we're doing. So don't forget to direct message us at, at What's Working DC if you've got a story idea. And do tell your friends to subscribe to this show on iTunes or Podcast One. And you know what? If you can take the time to rate our show, it'll help spread the word that this show is hitting an important chord for the entrepreneurial business community here in what you and I agree is one of the most interesting places to be an entrepreneur in the entire world. So we'll see you next time. Goodbye. Target USA podcast with your host, J.J. Green. Russia could render a huge harm to this country. North Korea's secret missile. That could touch the whole of the United States. ISIS. D.C. is repeatedly mentioned as someplace they would like to see an attack. This is J.J. Green. Join me each week for the latest on U.S. and international security on Target USA. The Target USA podcast. Find it on iTunes, the Podcast One app, podcastone.com, or at WTOP.com. Search Podcast DC.